0: Rising Tide Startups, and my guest today is Kelsey Matheson. Kelsey, thank you for joining us on Rising Tide.
1: So, I'm Kelsey Matheson. I am an entrepreneur and a success coach. Um, I'm originally from Canada, but three years ago, my husband and my daughter and I moved to New York City, Um, and I've been working for myself for over 20 years now. Oh, wow. Um, I started as an actor and a dancer back in the day, Um, and uh, I worked in film and TV, and I did a little bit of theater. And then 10 years ago, I opened Anamaya Resort, which is a boutique hotel and yoga retreat center in Montezuma, Costa Rica. So we host um, week-long yoga retreats as well as three-week-long yoga teacher trainings so people can go and get certified to become yoga teachers. Um, And we do that throughout the year. At a very magical location in in Montezuma, um, we overlook like 270 degrees of ocean coastline. It's stunning. Um, I'm also the founder and owner of a company called B Outfitter, which is a backpack company and outdoor gear company that helps to put children around the world through school. Um, so we design backpacks for people who are into rock climbing and camping, surfing, hiking, um, people who really love the outdoors, mm-hmm. but we're just about to launch a new product called the Campo and it's a tarp, um, because rock climbers and surfers, for example, never put their gear on the ground. Uh, Like, for example, with rock climbers, it can compromise the safety of the gear, right? So it's a tarp that turns into a hammock that also turns into a rain poncho. (laughs) So we're very excited about that product. Um, And I also have a number of online courses and coaching programs um, that help support women. So whether these women are building their businesses or helping with, um, or, or need help with the most what I call the most misdiagnosed or misunderstood areas of women's health, specifically from the ages of 35 to 55. Um, I have a number of programs online that are create, that I've created over the past few years. So I've I mean I've built multi million dollar businesses and I've built total flops, <laughs> lost a lot of money, um, made a lot of money, and everything kind of in between. Um, and all of that sort of led me to becoming a success coach so here I am.
0: So now that we've established that you're a classic underachiever um, yeah. <laughs> and, and never have anything going on and then probably, lead never. A, you know, a highly boring life. I mean, so kind of walk us through the transition. So you, you said you were in acting and dance mm-hmm. and whatever up, up to this point. So, I mean, that certainly would explain to you how, you know, explain how why you're comfortable on camera, and and you know this is nothing new to you. So, right. but how do you transition from that to wake up one day and say, you know, I, I'm going to open a retreat center. I'm going to yeah. build, you know create backpack. I mean, I'm you know, our outdoor the, gear, and then so yeah. all these things that kind of lead to the next thing. So, what's what's kind of that that circuitous journey you've been on?
1: Yeah, well, and it's it's been interesting. Um, I feel like I've led multiple lives uh, you know, in this one life. Um, but I, you know, I, I, now I'm very focused on my coaching business, but, um, throughout my, throughout this journey, I think I've just, I've been so interested in so many different things, but I love being my own boss and I've always loved being my own boss. So even if I was an actor or, or, you know, um, or a dancer and I haven't had an agent, I was still pretty much, it was, you know, I was still pretty much self-employed. It was my business and I was growing that. Um, And then I traveled to Japan for a while and then, you know, I ended up getting married and um, I loved Costa Rica. And so my husband and I went to Costa Rica and I was like, I want to have a home here one day. And having a home here one day kind of turned into my meeting my business partners, my future business partners. Um, And then we were going to open up actually an addiction center for drug and alcohol addiction, which my family has a history of depression and alcohol and drug addiction. Uh So for me, um, that, that, you know, my ears perked up and I said, well, I want to, I want to be a part of that. And at that time they were looking for silent or not silent, well, yeah, silent investors and, um, and silent business partners. And so I was like, Hmm, maybe this will just be an investment. Um, that didn't, if that's a long story, but that, that didn't end up happening. And so there was a few of us investors and at the time that were like, let's still continue. Let's move forward with this and open up a boutique hotel, which then kind of transformed into a yoga retreat center, which then, and and I ended up meeting my business partner with the backpack company kind of through that as well. So it, it, I felt like it just kind of fell on my lap. Um, things that I was passionate about, things that I love doing. I already had, you know, determined that I love being my own boss. Um, I thought it was maybe going to be an investment, you know, where I'd get a return on my, my money. I never knew that all of a sudden I was going to start literally building businesses around the right. world. Right. Yeah. So, and then and I should say too, that it, it might sound a little corny, but kind of through this journey, um, I really love working with women and the retreat centers for both men, women, you know, kids, but it's interesting because through this, I, and I believe that empowering more women to step into their roles as leaders will make this world a better place. Um, and not only for our generation, but for generations to come, I, you know, that is a passion of mine. Um, and it's interesting because I never thought I was ever going to be a coach. Like that was never on my radar, but I had a lot of women coming to me saying, you know, Kelsey, I want to learn more about what you do. And how do you do that? Like, I want to I want to learn how to do that. So I kind of felt coaching was the best way that I could help. Um, And so now I coach one on one. Um, But I only do that with a handful of people. Because as you know, I'm still running my own businesses. (laughs) So so, so I have a lot going on. Um, So then I ended up doing some group coaching. And now I have a, a mastermind for female entrepreneurs. But it's all, you know, intimately kind of you know, related in, you know, in a weird way. So.
0: It always is. I mean, every, every I've, I've done almost a hundred of these interviews and um, almost without fail, you can look back and, and you can kind of walk them through the journey, you know, this kind of yeah. entrepreneurial journey and nothing's wasted. I mean, it, yeah. it's amazing how, how many times the, these, these, these seemingly disparate pieces are, you know, fit together. And mm-hmm. when you look at it, it, it looks like a bunch of just, you know, just like I said, disparate pieces, but then you put it together, and there's this beautiful picture. You know, mm-hmm. at the end of this journey, that you know, as they they come through. And I'm also convinced that the best coaches are accidental coaches. Mm. I mean, oh, really, interesting. They kind of walk in. They they just kind of grow into it. They don't. They, that was yeah. not aspirational. I didn't wake up one day and say, you know, I think I want to I want to go and be a certified coach, and I'm just going to be a really good coach. They're a good coach because people actually recognize that in them. You know, right. before. And they, they said, well, actually, I, maybe I need to kind of accept this and just kind of walk in this. So yeah, that's right. I mean, from a time standpoint, how would what's what's your typical day? I mean, oh boy, if you have a typical day, I mean, so it,
1: yeah, you know, so it's a typical. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I wake up early, I try to get a workout in and then um, shower and get my daughter off to school. So I have a nine year old daughter soon to be 10. She always says and she's soon graduating to the double digits. Um, so I try to get my workout in in the morning because I'm one of those people that if I don't, even if it's just 20 minutes, 15 minutes even, but I try to get a half an hour workout in. If I don't get it in in the morning. I usually don't get it in at all. Wow. That's, you know, so I try to get that in and then it's focused. My focus is on my daughter, my husband and I get getting her ready and having breakfast in the families together. And then we both walk her to school. And then I, and then we continue to walk and I have an office. So I, I work in a co um, working space, mm-hmm. but I have an, an actual office with, you know, door closed right. and a lock and I have access to this place 24 seven, which is great. Um, and so I come to the office and then before I do anything, I, 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 meditate and that is a huge, you know, tool for me and kind of, you know, it's, it's key for me to start my day with the workout. And then also um, I meditate. And then I have like, I don't have my my planner with me, but it's like every hour is scheduled with something. So whether it's working on Anamaya, whether it's working with my, you know, backpack company, whether it's, whether it's clients, um, we're, we're also launching a subscription box. So it's working on that. Um, you know, so I have every hour of every day or, or every hour that I'm here in the office, um, booked and scheduled and planned. Um, and then I leave, lock up the office. And I try to keep work at home as much as possible. It's hard when you're an entrepreneur. Then I pick up my daughter or or she'll already be at home. And then it's homework or it's piano lessons, or she's in the Brooklyn youth chorus, like, you know, and there's all that. And then it's dinner and, and hanging out in bed. And then in the evenings, um, you know, sometimes another hour or two spent on work if I, if I have to, um, and then it starts all over again. All over. So, well, if you're yeah. up at,
0: you know early in the morning, I mean, you probably aren't staying up late at night either. So, I mean, there's probably some, some balance you have to maintain just to stay yeah. awake during the day, yeah, or
1: it'll just come back to bite me really. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah,
0: so, so you and I are stepping on an elevator, we're going to go up at you know 10 floors, We've got another 45 seconds or whatever here to to kind of cover this journey and maybe a minute. Tell me exactly. i've mean, give me your elevator pitch on your, on whatever the business is you want to touch on.
1: (laughs) Right. So I think for me and be just because my focus right now is on, is on women and empowering women. Um, I believe that we, more women need to step into their roles as leaders. And I believe that empowering more women and helping women get out of their own way is crucial for this world to become a better place um, for generations to come. So that's why I do what I do. I'm very, very passionate about working one-on-one with women. It's not it doesn't mean that I don't work with men, but I've just found that my niche has been entrepreneurial women and and it's scary to start your own business and it's scary to take risks and it's scary to jump into the you know jump into the pool, so to speak but your old identity is gonna hold, hold you back. Your new identity is like so eager to step forward and, um, and it's worth every moment. Um, so I feel like fear is normal, fear is there to keep us safe uh, but, uh, but we can navigate through fear very strategically in order for you to, to live the life that you wanna live. And that's what I do, I help women do that.
0: Are these primarily women that are starting businesses or are they just women in general?
1: So it depends. I would say 80 percent, 85 percent of the women I work with are starting a business or or have taken their business to a certain level and they just can't break through to the next level. Right. Right. To the to the next phase. Um, I do work with women specifically on health and wellness as well. But I'd say the majority of women I work with um, have started or um, are at a certain uh, place in growing their business.
0: I mean, it really is holistic. I mean, yeah. we tend to compartmentalize things. I think even in the West, I think far too much. I mean, yeah, and, and I, I, you know, I actually have lived on the other side of the planet for a, a bit. So, I mean, I was exposed to the whole idea of that, you know, everything was integrated and I mean there was no natural spiritual separation. It was like, you know, everything is, is, is really together. And, and, and it was really an interesting, you know, approach to life and, and, yeah. uh, you know, whether you walk in, if is your faith or your work or whatever it is that you're, that's combined into this, you know, kind of an integrated, you know, fashion and seeing everything that is connected.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And intimately, right. We right. were talking about that, like that intimate connection and, and we come, we tend to compartmentalize and, and, uh, you know, in our society.
0: Yeah. And I think sure.
1: integrating is just a healthier, like you're saying, more holistic, um, yeah. state to be in.
0: Well, I mean, even, even from a business standpoint, I mean, if you're not touching on the emotional side of things, the spiritual exactly. side of things, the, you know, physical, the economic, I mean, there are so many spheres and dimensions to, you know, our lives, our lives are complex.
1: Exactly. And, yeah. You know,
0: to, to view it that way. So I'm, I'm really curious. So what, what has kind of been the, the thing that really has been kind of an aha moment in the last you know, say 12 months or so that, that, you know, you, you woke up one day and you said, wow, this is exactly why I'm doing this. I mean, this is a, this is the greatest thing that ever happened.
1: So, um, I think it it had to do with my mastermind. So I started a mastermind last year in September. And I, um, it was just kind of like, I can only work with a number of one-on-one clients. Um, I have a busy, busy schedule, but I want to work with more women. I want to help more women. So how do I do that? So the group coaching idea came to me and I created a mastermind of female entrepreneurs to kind of help them get their business from where they are to where they want to go. And it was just kind of a, it was a small group and it was kind of a fun on the side thing that I wanted to do. And the group really bonded very well. And they were just a, a bunch of beautiful women and so the idea was it was going to be a year commitment so we went from September to August so this September I decided okay that was a lot of fun and these women had this amazing growth so I'm going to do it again and I would say almost every single woman who who did it last year is on board for round two and telling all of their friends I don't I don't even have a like a landing page for this mastermind it was just mostly just from word of mouth and they all wanted to do it again, and there was only three, I think, women who didn't. Two of them are pregnant and literally about to have babies, so they're going on their own journey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, and another um, another woman um, got this amazing corporate opportunity, so she's kind of going back into corporate for a little while. Sure, but everybody else was like, "I want to do this again," and it just it it was it was it just filled up my heart in a way of like, "Wow, I'm helping these women, and they want to continue working with me." and and, and this little thing I was doing on the side had such a huge impact. So, you know, I was talking to one of my girlfriends about it and I actually kind of got emotional and my eyes teared up because I was like, this is what I want to do. I just want to help these women. And they're so enthusiastic to continue for another 12 months. Like that's a big commitment. Um, and they're telling all their friends and there's a lot of referrals coming in. I just booked another woman today, another woman yesterday. It's like, it, it, it's just fallen into place. And so so sometimes it's It's not the big picture goals, you know, that end up creating the, the, you know, the, those, those results. Sometimes it's the small things. And, and I think that that's been huge for me and just trusting in that, you know, trusting with my, in in my instincts to just like, well, maybe I'll just start up a little mastermind group and see where that goes. And it's been, it's been incredible. And that's
0: kind of the entrepreneurial journey. I mean, it is, it is kind of the whole idea the kind of lean startup mentality where you're, you know, you kind of have the idea, you come up with a minimum viable product, you kind of, you're testing, you're iterating, you're, you're refining, you're getting feedback and then you're kind of starting the cycle over again. And it's, it's growing in 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 a more developed product. But um, as you were talking, I mean, the, the question came to my mind, I mean, how do you scale that? And, and the, the whole idea, I'm sure you struggle with that, but Mm -hmm. I mean, I can see, you know, out of these masterminds, I could see you having the opportunity to really pour in, maybe, maybe there's one in, in every group or two in every group that you're thinking, you know what, I could actually mentor them yeah. to replicate myself, you know, where, where they're like, now they're the intake group, you know, I'm, yeah. now I'm level two, I'm, I'm 2.0 or whatever that, that's that that's right. sort of type thing. And that's, I, mean, I could see you scaling that in a, you know, cascading fashion, but. Yeah, I mean, it really is. It. I mean, people see authenticity. I mean, people, yeah. people. Know that you care about them, and they know that they can, you know, in that mastermind. I mean, you can tell by your attention level that. that right. You know, they're actually getting. they They think they're getting value.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know, it's not free to do this. So, I mean, that's there's, right. there's an investment in that. So.
1: Yeah. Is yeah. there a is
0: there somebody online that you would say really has been an inspiration to you? Kind of that's you know that you view as kind of they're ahead of me in the journey. I'm you know, kind of really watching their you know how they've grown, and I'm trying to kind of pattern some things after that, or
1: That's an interesting question because I feel like there are so many you know mentors out there that I follow and I learn from whether they're doing exactly what I'm doing or sure. not um but like um I don't know if you know Joseph McClendon III. um Maybe. so I heard him speak in an event a live event once and he had such an impact on me. First of all, he's very, very funny. So if if you know me, I'm I'm very attracted to clever, funny, smart, witty people. Like like I just like I love that. And he's 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 hilarious. He's very funny. And he does he does a lot of speaking, but he's um he's a coach and um and I have just I've you know I've seen him speak now a number of times, and then I became a part of an inner circle where he does a training um, mm-hmm. once every, I think, six weeks or so. Um, and 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 he's now kind of he's starting to work with Gary V on his social media and all that because he's never been involved in social media before. And he was like, okay, I gotta I gotta figure this out. And so um, and I just I love him because he's not a superstar. Um, I have access to him. Um, And he's just really honest about, like, for example, the social media. Like, he's like, I'm just learning this for myself. And of course, he, you know, he works with Gary B. And I I remember asking him once, and I was like, why Gary? And he goes, because he knows what he's talking about.
0: Yeah.
1: I was like, okay, fair enough. For sure. And um, anyway, I love love Joseph because he's constantly reinventing himself. I think he's in his 60s now. And I just, I, I see him reinventing himself along the way, depending on what what you know what's going on in the around the world and i admire that hugely i admire that greatly yeah
0: this I and mean, this next question kind of feeds off of that one too is there is there a quote that i mean you talk about the inspirational person is there a quote that you got taped up beside your laptop there or you know put on your wall <laughs> yeah your or whatever
1: so it's actually not up in my, my office because my office is fairly new but i was given um a book um oh my gosh i think i might have been. Uh, Nineteen, and inside it was um, a quote that my boyfriend at the time wrote, and he said, "Dream great dreams and make them come true," and that has been my go-to, my mantra. Um, that I feel like the theme of of my life is to dream great dreams and then make them come true.
0: And that almost sounds like Walt Disney.
1: It does a little bit. You know, it's
0: kind <laughs> of a, you know, the whole whole Disney. You know, um, it's
1: true. <laughs> That's so true. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's helped me a lot. It's helped me. I think I've written it to other, you know, people in in birthday cards or, you know, whatnot, anniversary cards or, but, uh, cause you can, you can dream really great dreams and then, and, and you can make them come true. And I've done it and I never, and I didn't grow up in a family who necessarily believed that,
0: sure. yeah,
1: you know? Yep. So,
0: I mean, so often that's true. I mean, it, it's mm-hmm. it's almost counterintuitive to the way you know our, our parents raised us or, or vice yeah. versa. That this it's this whole idea that you know part of this was kind of breaking out of a mold that we grew up in. Yeah. And by doing that, I mean we had to kind of kick down some walls and and yeah. you know. I, but it it's really interesting that that uh, I mean I, I love asking that question because there's it's it's rarely is it just the quote itself. There's always yeah. a story behind. That's right. That that led you to why that's such a meaningful thing. But so so this is going to be a really hard question for you to answer, I I Uh believe, because you have so many things to choose from. But okay. So let's just you know you're you're going to be forced to kind of pick an era or pick a a window of time. But um, I'm really curious. I love I love asking this question too. That the whole idea of kind of going back to your pre-startup self, you know, like your knowledge today you know getting the getting the time machine and go backwards a little bit and say man if i knew then what i know now this is what i would do differently and you can uh-huh. pick any moment in time that you want to but what what's one piece of advice you think would be a real game changer i think
1: the i think it would be well there's two things but i'll i'll i think
0: i can, you can use two
1: okay okay so the one thing would be i would tell myself to trust in the process because I think, and, and I, and, and I would, I think I would just try to remind myself that everything happens for a reason. You know, everything is happening for you and not to you. Mm-hmm. And when things don't go the way you've planned, just listen for the lessons. Cause there's, you know, there is really no such thing as failure. And when things don't fall into place the way you'd like, it's going to be really frustrating and scary, you know, especially when you, you see, you, you think you have so much at risk, um, you know, And I think, you know, most people invest a lot of time and a lot of money, you know, and and other resources into building a business. And because I know I did. Um, And so when things don't go as planned, it can trigger a lot of emotions and frustration and and also feelings of worthlessness. And am I doing the right thing? Like you can go down a slippery slope. Right. So I think that. I would just tell myself that when things don't go as planned, it's just feedback. I say it's just feedback from the universe, and it's an opportunity to learn and grow and um, and become, you know, wiser, better, stronger. And then the second thing I would say is to find a mentor way sooner than I did. <laughs> so that was Why do you huge. Think
0: people don't do that. Is it just strictly an economic issue, or is it I they think, don't recognize you need one?
1: I think probably both. Because when you're in it, you can't really see the forest through the trees and you're just trying to focus on building your business. And I also think that, that they do believe I can't afford that. And in a way you can't afford not to. And not all coaches cost a lot of money. Yeah. You know, you, ha- you have to find the right one. It's like a personal trainer. You know, you have to find that right, that right, right. fit. Right. Um, it's a relationship and it's yeah, an important really. one. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, I know some really great coaches that are going through programs who were coaching for free. Because uh, they're just they're learning to become coaches, and some of them are really good, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and even if you're just taking one one golden nugget, you know, from each session or whatever it is, if it's if it's helping you just to see from another perspective, I always say the person with the most perspectives has the most power. Yeah. So, yeah, I, mean,
0: I love that. I, that that's true of your mastermind as well. I mean, it it is that mm. is relational as well. I mean, it's a, the whole yeah. idea that you know this mastermind the key may not be the fact that it's the information download you're getting it may just be the you know they're asking really good questions or you're really building a trust you know um, you know in in a unique sort of way and so people can grow they can get over fear all those things that they're struggling with so that's a, what a great way to uh, kind of segue into maybe my favorite part of the whole interview. And this is just when I kind of get out of the way and, and be quiet and and let you kind of assume the role of, of a professor in our rising tide micro <laughs> course library. So Love it. I'm going to get out of the way and you've got the mic. Take off.
1: All right. Well, thank you, Kevin. So um, I was very excited when you um, shared with me that you have this part of the course. I think that's really exciting. And um, I'm super stoked to share with you one of the tools that I use with every single one of my businesses, and I also I teach this to every single one of my clients, and it's called a business map. So it's not a business plan; it's a business map, which essentially it's an at-a-glance, easy-to-digest document that clarifies um, where your company is, where your business is, and where you want to go. And it allows you to stay on track and achieve the outcomes that you desire a lot sooner. So it's almost like um, an accountability partner and a strategist all in one place in the form of a document, essentially. So mine is just a simple word document. Um, and I look at it every quarter. Well, that's not true. Actually, I look at mine more regularly, uh, because for me it's a really essential tool that I use, for example, for social media posts, um, that I work, I have a social media manager, but we, we, we work with my business map. Um, um it's, I use it for any kind of promotional material, branding, Um, All of that and I'll kind of get into that but typically you would look at this every three months the way that it's designed and So on this document there are a number of questions uh, that you fill out um, And then you tweak along the way So you can use this I should also say you can use this if you're just starting out and you can use this if For me like Maya is 10 years old and I still I still use it so I'm just what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go over some of the questions that I have in my business map and so, and, and, I, and I would also suggest that you can add, you can tweak, you can edit, so that it's more relevant for your, for your business. Does that make sense? Okay, so I'm gonna share my screen, <laughs> see if this works. Okay. Okay, can you see that? Okay, awesome, perfect. I'm just gonna move this down there, okay. So, um, so some of the questions are on my, that are on my business map are what is your X factor? So what makes you stand out from your competitors? What makes you special? What makes you unique? So put yourself in the shoes of your, of your client. Why do they want to work with you and not somebody else? Who is your current client? And also, um, a follow-up to this would, who does your client need to be? So this isn't, I don't think this is on the, no, it's not on the PowerPoint, but who does your client need to be? Because you may have been working for six months, um, and you might need to shift who you're marketing to, or, or expand who you're reaching out to, right? Or the opposite, you, also, you might need to niche down and create a narrower demographic, okay? Next cl- uh, question is, what are your client's pain points? And this obviously is a big one. We, you know, it's, it's, it's talked a lot about in business courses and things like that, but I um, would invite you to go really deep into this really dig, really, really deep. Like it's, you know, it's well, um, for example, I'm a coach and I help um, people develop more confidence because they're stuck in a job that they hate or something. So then I would go deeper into like why you know, why do they hate their job? You know, wh- where do they feel stuck? Um, you know, are there issues of, you know, of, of, of scarcity? Is it, you know, of, 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 you know, just really, really, really dig deep. Like when they wake up, wake up in the morning, what are their deepest fears? Um, and why aren't they doing what they need to do in order to create the life that they want, for example, right? So it's a really great area to get super clear on. What will your client need in the future? And this is an important one to, to ask yourself and it's often really, it's often overlooked because um, we don't really think about this. So what I would say is in, in, I invite you to spend a little bit of time thinking about what your client will need from you in the future. So you have your client, you're working with them, anticipate what their needs are going to be in the future so then you can be there like a knight in shining armor when they need it. You know, Ta-da! So um next question what is the focus or the mission of your business again get super 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 clear dive in deep right so the focus um or the mission of Anamaya could be you know it's a retreat center and a yoga teacher training center that um offers clients um you know an escape from life uh, or a certification you know uh to become a yoga teacher but if i was to go deeper i'd be like the mission of the business is to is to literally transform our guests at a cellular level, (laughs) right? So it's like you can have fun and go deep into the focus or the mission of your business. And then is your current communications, your messaging, and your branding reflecting that, Mm -hmm. right? Is it reflecting the fact that we want to transform our guests at a cellular level? Have we been posting kind of whatever we felt you know, was relevant on social media without really thinking about that mission. Yeah. And here's another thing. Are you also posting without thinking about your X factor? Are you also posting without thinking about your, your client's pain points? Right. So again, this is the theme today has been this intimate connection, right?
0: Exactly.
1: So, um, so again, a really important area to, to, and that's why we look at this every three months, every quarter. Um, are your reven- are your revenues or your profits, are they growing? Are they declining? Are they staying the same and for how long, right? Another very important area to, uh, to, to look at. Okay. Next question. What are the current problems within your business that need to be addressed? So basically what's not working, right? What's not working. Um, And, and, and a lot of time we spend, if this is working, we want to do more of that, but we we're not really focused on, on what's not working and here's the other thing you get hurt in the area of the business or the area of your business that you don't know how to do very well that you just you know don't like doing even if you can do it well you don't like it or you ignore it's the area of the business that you're going to get hurt in the most so look at where the current problems are within the business that need to be addressed um, and then what types of problems do you need to anticipate and this is a little bit of a weird question, right? We don't have a crystal ball. We can't really see the future, but if we spend some time brainstorming and you shift your mindset to think about, okay, well what could be around the corner that I can anticipate, then you can you can get super strategic. Who on your team is working well? Who on your team is not working out well? And if you don't have a team, it's you. So what are you doing well and what are you doing not so well, you know, just to get to get honest? <laughs> super transparent. (laughs) Um, And then who do you need or who is missing from your team? So do you need a VA, right? Do you need a social media manager or maybe you need a marketing firm, depending on how big you are. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you need a bookkeeper or again, if, if you're big enough, maybe you need an in-house accountant, right? So um, again, important, uh, important questions to ask yourself. And this is why we look at the business map every quarter, because at quarter one, The answer could be very, very different than a quarter four, right? Um, What are the outcomes that you want for your business? So this is where we, this is the juicy stuff, right? This is like the goals of your business. Where, you know, where do you, where do you see yourself taking it? What does it look like in the future? And you can go ahead and think really, really big. And then I tell my clients, think really, really big and then take it even, even farther than that right? This is the fun stuff. This is where you get to visualize and play and just go for it. Dream big. Yeah, that's it. Pie in the sky, dream big. If nothing could stop you, where would you take it? And then the next question is why, right? Why do you want to achieve these outcomes?
0: Inspired by Simon Sinek.
1: Yeah. And actually it's funny because uh, I was big on my why before I even knew who Simon Sinek was, who I love. I love him so much. But why is the driving factor right behind it all? And I I love Simon, but I've been big on why for a long, long time with my clients, because if we don't have our why, um, you know, it's, 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 we're not going to stay on track. Um, It's like I said, it's the driving force. Um, And also sometimes we might need to change it. Sure right? Um, to keep us authentic and genuine, depending on, how, on the evolution and the growth of our business, we might need to change our why. So that'll keep us, you know, authentic in our pursuit to, to, to grow our business. Um, okay. And then, so a lot of people go, what are your one-year goals, five-year goals, 10-year goals? I go the other way. So what are your one-year goals? And then what are your six-month goals? And then what are your three month goals? And then you can kind of see where this is going because this is a document that I recommend looking at every three months, right? So then you ask yourself, what are the strategies in place um, to achieve those goals? And then last but not least, what actions can you take like right now, like today towards implementing those strategies and achieving your three month goals? So essentially you look at the year ahead, you break it down into six months, like, what do I have to do to get like halfway to get there and then halfway to get to six months? What are my three month goals? And then you decide on the action steps that can, t- like you literally can start implementing today to start working towards those three month goals. And then in three months from now, you're going to go back and then you're going to check in to see where you're at, to see if you're still on track, to see if you need to tweak. And this has been like, again, I use it for every single one of my businesses. It's a huge tool Um, to help me stay on track. And I believe that it's helped me grow um, or not necessarily grow faster, but get further faster, if that makes sense. So that's my little training on the business map.
0: (laughs) So let me ask you this. So at the end of three months, are are you tweaking the map as well, or are you leaving the map consistent? So it's kind of a consistent measure against how you've done the last three months, or is it some combination of the two?
1: Yeah, so it's a bit of a combination. So what I do is I'll go through it. And I'll go through all of actually, I just did one today with one of my clients, we went over her business map again today. And her pain points, we've got we've gone a little deeper, because this is the other thing is now that she's working with more clients, she's getting clearer on who they are and what their pain points are. So for example, we tweaked that, Um, you know, and then we looked at her one year, six month, three month, did you achieve all those three month goals? Or the ones that you didn't are they still some, some uh, are they still goals you want to achieve or maybe they're not relevant anymore yeah and we look at the six month and can we plunk that down into three months or do we have to you know shift that right um it, you know is ha, like looking at your mission has that been incorporated into the communications and do we need to tweak it so it's a little bit of both like it'll can help you you know to navigate where you are and did i do what i was supposed to do but also like okay moving forward is it still relevant and how can i how can i tweak it does that make sense? That's, Did I answer your question?
0: Yeah, no, that, absolutely. That That is, that's such a, that's such a really, I mean, it's, it's, it seems fairly easy and comprehensive all at the same time. I mean, this whole idea of, uh, you know, the, the, I mean, when you started talking, I thought, you know, it's gonna be three, three bullet points. And, and then you started showing the slides and, and that you really do go into depth. I mean, there, there is depth to the, to yeah. this, but that you really do need to look at because it'd be very easy to gloss over and just kind of lump everything in broad categories. But you really have to, you know, for your key performance indicators. I mean, they they really yeah. have to be well defined um, exactly you know, to to see if you're if you're meeting those. And it's kind of like a you know mini A B testing you know, within the <laughs> yeah. map itself I mean, as, you're, as you're going along.
1: And I went over that so quickly. Like usually that'll take an hour and a half to go yep. through with, yep. you know, with a client. So I just yep. glossed over it. But, um, but yeah, those are, they're important questions that we usually, you're looking at the number of clients you have, or you're looking at your numbers in terms of money. Um, are you going over your social media to see, you know, oh, that post, you know, I had a great engagement and that post I didn't. And then do right. you do an audit on that? Yep. You know, that would go, that would fall in line in terms of like, are your communications reflecting your mission, you know, and, or your X factor or their pain points, things like that. And, you know, there's so much more, um, you know, we can go a lot more in depth with that, but it gives you a great overview in terms of the questions you should be asking yourself. Cause like I said, you get hurt in the area of your business that you ignore that you don't do very well, or you, you know, you don't like doing.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, I love it and i and I think you know I like the idea that it's it's a little bit you know flexible, you know you can of kind of tweak the questions for for your own specific you know context but uh yeah, no it's it's such a such a good way to to really i mean just kind of it's like it's almost like a check-in, you know, yeah. I mean, you can certainly look at it more often than three months. I mean, you may look at it every week or every month or whatever, just as kind of a a touch point, you know, along those, those times, but. Exactly. Kelsey, this is, uh, this has really been good today. I really appreciate your time. Is there anything that I have not asked you about that, that, uh, and I do have a question I want to, I want to circle back with it. Okay. Kind of of triggered that kind of was triggered in my mind during the, during the interview, (laughs) but I want to give you space if there's something that you want to, you want to touch on
1: sure so I thought about this and you know in terms of is there a question that nobody's ever really asked me and I wish that they would and the question was you know somebody comes to me because we don't also don't think in these terms mostly Mm -hmm. people like how do I grow my business or how do I you know how do I do this how do I do that but it's like how do I get out of my own way
0: (laughs) (laughs) what a great question
1: and I think that and I love this question because I don't, I don't know if anybody's ever asked me that. Um, and you might be a little surprised, but I don't know you might be a little surprised by my answer, but maybe not. Um, and I think that, you know, cause we all, we've all been there when you feel like nothing is working or you feel like you keep like bumping up that, you know, up, uh, up against that brick wall um, or like the situation you're in is never going to never like it will never end. And so when that's, when that's going on, and you do feel like, oh, like I just can't, can't get anything right. You need to stop. And I don't mean stop your business or shut, or shut down your business. I just mean stop the efforting. And that's been kind of my word over the last three years mm. is like this efforting to make it all work. You know, you have to stop the late nights. You have to stop purchasing more programs or workshops or courses or seminars that, you know, that you think is going to give you all the magic secrets. And I'm not saying that investing in yourself you know, by hiring a coach or educating yourself is wrong. I mean, hello, I'd be a big hypocrite (laughs) if I was to say that. Also, not only because I'm a coach, but because I buy all the programs and I pay like exorbitant amounts of money for my coaches. Like I I do believe that that is important. But what I mean is to stop that frenetic behavior of, you know, trying to force something to work. Because the way i see it is it's the equivalent of you know running frantically on a hamster wheel and we've mm-hmm. all heard that analogy before cuz you're going nowhere fast and you're also burning yourself and your resources out so we stand in our own way when we resist our reality and you know i would say like we're white knuckling it we stand in our own way when we push down or ignore or numb you know our pains or fears or past emotional wounds. Like you and I were talking you know, earlier, we we're talking about how it's all, you know, intimately related. Yep. And I know a lot of people and you know what, I'm, I'm me included, I'm guilty of this, but we've all used like, Ooh, it's, it's, the thing is it's wine o'clock. I see that all the time on Facebook. It's wine o'clock. Right. And we use wine o'clock to check out, you know, mm. because building a business is hard and we've had a hard day. And I know a lot of people who want, you know, that martini or that glass of wine or whatever it is to just, ah, huh. but it, it actually, it gets, it, it, it also allows us to stay stuck. Right. Um, And, and I also think that we, we get in our own way when we're acting out of desperation. So I think that, you know, And I should also say, again, we all do it. I continue to catch myself falling into these types of bad habits and patterns. Like, you know, so what do we need to do? The advice I would give would be, we need to stop literally and take a breath or three to get out of our heads and into our bodies. And we have to listen because everything's happening for a reason. So we need to learn the lessons that are actually being presented. And those struggles are being presented as lessons in order for us to grow. And we literally need to feel what's going on in order to kind of, you know, break through that to that next level because that will actually allow us to heal, like energetically literally allow us to heal. And what I mean by heal is by um, feeling the feelings, feeling the pain, feeling the fears, feeling the emotions that are surfacing, you know, and being triggered because they're being triggered for a reason. So I think, you know, we need to stop, and we need to connect in order to see things from multiple perspectives. I said earlier, person with the most perspectives has the most power and, and because when we're in that mode of like efforting, we're, we're seeing from tunnel vision. Right. Right. And so we need to recognize that these obstacles are gifts and they're opportunities to transform not only ourselves personally, but professionally. And they're, I believe they're brilliantly being presented to us. Right. And, and, um, And as we evolve as, as, as people, our businesses evolved because they are connected. So that's, um, a question I never get asked and I, and I wish I would be,
0: (laughs) you know what, if if you're interviewed on future podcasts and they do any research at all, they're going to, they're going to listen to that question. That's right. Hey, you know what, I (laughs) want to let her wrap up with that one. So. Well, I really appreciate you taking the time today and just sharing with our audience and, you know, from your area of expertise and, and I um, mean, I love the whole idea of the, you know, creating this kind of the business, you know, roadmap for yourself yeah. and uh, the, and how clear you were in, in presenting that and just your whole, the entire story you shared with us today. But um, tell me where people can find you online and and I'll close this here.
1: Yeah. So um, I, I mean, at Kelseymatheson.com. Um, I, I'm pretty easy to find. I'm not that difficult, but I also am on Instagram at underscore Kelsey Matheson. Okay. Um, so it's K E L S E Y M A T H E S O N. Um, I'm on Facebook as well as Kelsey Matheson. And, um, yeah, I mean, but you can s- mostly, I think, I would think I direct people either to, uh, Instagram or my, my website mostly.
0: Well Kelsey thank you so much once again for uh, just taking time to just sharing your your expertise with us and just just sharing your Friday afternoon and and I really <laughs> appreciate that and even even hearing the New York uh, sirens in the background. Yeah. We just, I mean, Sorry about that. Perfect sound effect you know, to add to the add to the kind of the, the whole you know genre we're talking about. But That's right. Just thank you again for like I said, just taking the time and just just helping all boats rise in a rising tide. Kelsey, have yeah. a great weekend.
1: Thank you. You too. Thank you so much.